Y'all really need a new countdown because that 30 seconds with that music, like, damn, it puts me to sleep, bro. <laughs> hey, I was rocking out. Yeah, I'd be like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to sit with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, real quick, man, you are tuned into another episode of Access Granted the Pause Stream. Your boy, Mr. Antoine, is in the building. I hope everybody, man, is having a great day. Hope everybody had an amazing weekend. Um, had some crazy weather, but last couple of days has been amazing, man. So hope that everyone has had an opportunity to take care of that. Um, shout out to my sister, my business partner, Queen Fiend slash Tipsy Fiend for celebrating her birthday uh, recently. She had a, she had a, yo, she had a tea. You know that that's tea party. That's a little, <laughs> Man, it was flat. I, I, I saw the pictures, man, and and shout out to the women that came out. They uh, they the hats copped to the side and the dresses, and you know they. I was like, yeah, they that that's yeah, that's 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 be that's above my pay grade, man. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, man, but um, I was trying to think if I had anything that I really wanted to talk to. Um, shout out to my sister. Uh, oh no, that ain't her. I thought that was uh my co-host. Alenia Renee timing in. Um, I'm hoping that she can join us soon, man. But in the meantime, we can get right into it. My boy Brian Lyric in the building. Beat Boys Music. <laughs> yes, sir. What's going on, my brother? Yes, sir. Man, you know, I'm always working, always working, always working. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Hey, I'm always trying to be like you. So I guess I'm always working too. Yeah. <laughs> guess I'm always working. the right person to be like you. But like I'm at I'm at a point right now, bro, where I'm kind of like in uh I ain't gonna say cruise control, but I'm just trying to keep life as simple as possible right now at this point, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that makes sense. And 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 anything that tries to come into the hemisphere to make you know my cruise control either break or go into neutral or drive. Right, right. It, yo, I just, I just try to block it. You know what I'm saying? I just try. That's to, what you got to do. Trying to keep, yeah, just and, and really, bro, like, really, just, just trying to keep life simple, man. For real, for real, bro. But um, it's good to see you, man. It's been a minute. I don't think we've chopped it up since you killed the uh the acapella and acoustic segment. That um, was the last time. That was the last yeah. time. I was going to say it was the uh the award show, but no, that was after. That was after. Right, that. that was after. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm still mad at you. Because, bro, bro, you started doing this amazing sneaker segment. <laughs> and you got me all pumped up out here spending money. I know damn well I ain't had no, no business spending. And then you stopped. And I'm like, See yo, what happened, man. Man. 
I was trying to get that check from Nike and Adidas and all. <laughs> no, I, I got plans to get that back started, though. I got plans to get that back started. Don't give me a date yet. I'm just like, you know, I was going on a weird hiatus. So I'm just trying to gather everything together and start throwing everything back out there. Yeah, I need that to happen ASAP. Yo, that, that was real dope. You know why? Because what you were doing with the individual shoe was a lot different than a lot of the other sneaker shows that you see on YouTube. Right. See, the goal was, and, and you were really, goal was, you were really breaking it down and making me think about like, yo, why didn't I go cop these twenty years ago when they came out and stuff like that? Exactly. So, See, the goal yeah. was to really like get people on because everybody's like, yeah, I can't buy Jordans or I can't buy this and I can't buy data. It's too expensive. But everybody be looking for the, the you know specific colorways that always came out and it'd be like, it'd be some other colorways to be really tight and other colorways, other you know shoes that people don't typically think of. And it's like, yeah, it's like okay. Let me put bro, you back. <laughs> bro, I got two pair of Jordans, and, and if it wasn't for Afterpay, I probably wouldn't have those. <laughs> Look, I'm not going, I'm not going, you know, make a commercial for them, but they are 99% of my shoes. <laughs> I understand. Everybody's been like two pairs of shoes that I bought off, you know, off of Afterpay. But yeah, hey. <laughs> Definitely understand. As my sister has entered the building, where's the Maracas? Where's the Maracas? There we go. <laughs> we can officially start the show now. All of that other stuff we just did—that was. That I, was I apologize for my lateness, <laughs> fellas. I how's, every, how's everything? Oh, it's good. It's <laughs> it's a lot, but it's good. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. I'm gonna leave that alone. I don't quite know how to, because uh, he said it's a lot, but it's okay. It's good. So I don't know. no, no, it is. You know, when you start a new job and. Yeah you you're still you know you still got to travel a little bit and do those things it's just balancing yeah and getting my timing together so yeah, yeah. i understand so i will so, not dock you for being six minutes late i promise i will not thank dock you, you. <laughs> he's counting time I figured, I figured you would want me to eat before i get on here absolutely so. absolutely absolutely no. as i did as i did so i, I definitely understand but um you know, you haven't missed much. We were just chopping it up. Uh, I heard you. Me and Brian haven't haven't talked to each other well in a, in a little bit, so we were just catching up. You know, I was getting on about all this is money. This a reunion? Say that again. Is it is it like a reunion tonight? It's oh, always like a reunion. Yeah, it's always <laughs> like a reunion. Okay. Yeah. Except. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have a reunion with you every Monday, so or True. you know, every <laughs> that you're on. So yeah, it's, you know, Brian. Um. I forgot. I think, well, I'm always, I know that I met you after I started doing radio. So I'm assuming that I met you somewhere in around 2014, 2015 time span. Um, because uh, I met you through E Digger. Um, okay. At least I found out about that? you through E Digger. I'm not sure if I actually met you through him, but I found out about you through E Digger. And um, okay. speak, speaking, of, speaking of the man that you all know and love, uh, we got to shout out your wifey. Because I understand <laughs> that as we speaking right now, her show is actually debuting on. She got she starts at eight, so y'all can watch ah. now and then go to her at eight, and then go back Nine. and forth from there. Nice. <laughs> what, what are we going to? What are we going to? This is uh what is um, it? W, w L E O. I didn't write that note down. It's uh, uh 
shoe. Oh, Brian. E go to E Digger's page. It's this there. <laughs> go to Ebony <laughs> Challenge. Uh, author Ebony Challenge page. It's there. Brian, Brian. W L E O Radio, but it's uh, I, I forgot the station. I, see, I took notes. I know it's I Hold on, I know it's W L E O. I I just know that there's a number, and I can't think of the number. Um, twenty six. W L E O twenty six point seven. Yeah, twenty six point seven. It's like his birthday. Yeah, I know that's my birthday, like two days before his. <laughs> so shout out to the wifey, man. Um, how how did that situation come about? I mean, she's um her and Kiana, they've been uh they've been doing their show. Don't ask me how long they've been doing it for a little while now. And it's like they starting to get a little buzz and then you know, they decided to do a little break. Like when they decided to do a little break, um they was like, Hey, how about y'all, you know, do go this way, go this route. You know, fan base can be bigger, you know. Um basically like, you know, that's how the connection went. There's a now, there's a young lady. I promise you, she's gonna tell you a little different than I told you. <laughs> Well, but that's know, pretty much how I did that. There's a there's a young lady on here right now that says bad husband. Her name is Arthur Ebony Collins. I hope you, I hope see, you know see, I told you, see, I'm gonna do it a little different. What's it? W ain't you supposed to be driving? Yeah, ain't you supposed to be driving? Okay, so so okay, so she's saying live 365. So apparently you can go and download the live yes. 365 app. Download the app, and then you go to WLEO yeah, 26.7. Uh, 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out so to Evan. Y'all stay, stay with us for at least an hour and five minutes, though, because we get ready to get all <laughs> She said driving, said and and that's right, right. driving and supporting. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. So look, man, let's 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 get into this, bro. Like, um, one of the things that that you've been kind of that you've been kind of saying lately, man, is that you know on the re-release of this project, um, you wanted to put this back out here and really support it like you didn't before. So, yes. my question to you is why? Yeah, why <laughs> didn't you support it? Because it's a it's a dope project. So well, why did unfortunately. You Unfortunately, I'm not signed to a major record deal with a bunch of money in my pocket. So, I mean, this real life hit, you know. Um, real life hit. I, I, I guess my mind wasn't where it was supposed to belong. It's like I wrote this incredible project, this life story project about me and my brother and like all these cool songs that's going to help you in life. That's the plug. <laughs> but then it's like, um, and then it was like, I, I, I don't know. I was having a hard time promoting. I wasn't doing shows. I wasn't doing interviews. I wasn't doing anything. So, I mean, it's like, all right. So, I was like, the best way to make sure people still hear this great project is like, you know, throw a few more tracks on there, do it again. Re-released it on, the ex on or exactly uh, 12 months after. So the year um, anniversary, I re-released it. When's the last time you performed, bro? Um, see, now you're now you talking good. I have not performed in a while, but I got something for you. you hold, up, hold up, though. Hold up. Hold up. You got what, you got, what you, you got. Hold on. I got something for you. If you tell me that the last time you performed was the night were you did you perform at Power Plant or were you just there supporting that night that the Wala Band and uh Baltimore Born Kings performed? No, I you were just no, but BBK performed. I wasn't yeah. there. Was performed with the Wala Band. I think you were there. No, I never actually performed with the Wala Band. No, I'm not saying you performed, they performed with them. Oh, but I, think, I, I believe you were there that night. I think so. No, I didn't perform that night. I had performed in a really long time, and I'm, I'm about my head and shame. <laughs> 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 I 
No, man. But, but name I, I, something for you. Said don't. You said don't. Not say not yet. <laughs> well, go ahead and drop. Drop what you got for us. All right. So I will be performing Thank at you. Audible Thursday, April twenty seventh, with Billy Live and Wisdom Court. Twenty dollars tickets. I tell that to you a bunch of times if you want to know it. But yeah, twenty seventh for April. Two weeks. This will be my my first. This will be my first showcase in a long time, and I'm performing all new songs. Everything's from this project. Wow! How you feel? How you feel? Excited, nervous, scared, happy. (laughs) (laughs) Saying that it's been a while, but I'm like, if there's a feeling, I got it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, but as soon as you hit the stage, it's gonna just. And then it is. Then I'll turn into. Then I turn to Sasha Fierce for like as long as it goes. <laughs> Your alter ego, right? <laughs> maybe not Sasha Fierce. Maybe so maybe he's not uh, Her- Hercules. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but he, shout out, like, shout out, shout out to Billy Live, man. He always uh, this he, guy. Fact, yeah, he, he's the, the guy. He he puts on more events. Than people that are actually in Baltimore, and he's not. Look, familiar. right? He ain't he ain't even from the city, and he do more in the city and for the city. I can't even be mad, but yeah, he definitely definitely uh is somebody to push through. Because I mean, I put that post up looking for open mic, and he was like, I saw that post, and um, the first thing, the first person that I thought about was Reggie Ruckus, and wondering if he's going to get the events back at uh eight by ten. Yeah, and I never made I never made one of those events. I hope he does. And I, I hope he does. I was, be, yeah, I think that yeah, would be a I definitely concept. failed in the eight by ten department. I have not been there yet. Um Alenia for you, the eight by ten thank you. is thank you. Thank the eight by ten is a club on Federal Hill. Okay. Right next to the Cross Street Market. And when I tell you we do hip hop. We've done hip hop events there, and to just have hip hop on Federal Hill, knowing all of the other stuff that's going on mm-hmm. around Federal Hill as this hip hop show is going on, is absolutely amazing. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been to, I hosted the last one, and I think I've gone to two other ones there. Um, you hosted? Yeah, I hosted. Yeah. The last one.
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like performing in my basement. Honestly, if I could fit a stage in here, that's wow. how intimate it is. And um, mm. but I, the one thing that I was about to say when I when I brought it up was, you know, we're not always welcome on Federal Hill. No, right. let's just keep it a hundred. Yeah, yep. Aren't always welcome on Federal Hill. So to be up there and to put on hip hop shows, and Reggie usually has about six to eight artists that perform at that show oh wow and when the show is over and we come outside and we see all of the chaos from the other venues you know that's going on in federal hill yeah the hip-hop you know the hip-hop crowd just chilling and shaking their head it it feels good man because you know you know the rap we get I, I don't have yeah. to. I don't have to get specific on this. We understand so, the, the rap that we that we, we get have. to be the civilized ones sometimes. Yeah, we're the, we're the civilized ones, and and I'm talking like, bro, right in the middle of Cross Street and Charles Street, just wow. fights breaking out, police everywhere, drunk folks all Crazy. up and down, mm. and you know the the hip hop crowd. We the one to just come out and swag onto our car, you know, and, and get up on right. the dog because we already know what's going to pop off. Exactly. Kind of trouble up there. So. Like we ain't even playing with y'all. We just gonna go on home. <laughs> so we gonna head on back to the hood. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a hood right up the street from there, though, because um, right. you know, parking is absolutely crazy around there. It's horrible. And wait, oh, parking, yeah, yeah parking is absolutely is ridiculous, man. And I parked in a hood that I didn't know existed one time, and and. I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like I, I had to keep my head on a swivel. I, I Man, was around it. Like, who and I keep it on a swivel anyway. I keep it on a swivel anyway. I can be yeah. in any neighborhood. I'm like, right. <laughs> no, man. But, I was um, raised. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will definitely um keep an ear out with Reggie, man. And if he decides that he's gonna continue to put that on, um, which I think would be great, especially with the summertime approaching, I'll, I'll definitely um cue you in and, and, and let you know, bro. Please and thank you. And so I mean, like, what do you feel like is the, the best thing that came out of this hiatus for you? Ugh. I think I got a, a new need, like a new mm. need, a new need for doing this. And it's like because not doing it, it was kind of like, oh my god, I miss it, I miss it, I miss it. But then I started writing again because I, I mean, like, it was really bad. I couldn't really write too much and everything. So I started writing again, coming up ideas for this new project. But let's not talk about that yet because it's a long way out. But um, just uh, I needed more, like you know, hungry for it again. <laughs> was there was there anything in particular that caused the hiatus? I mean, other than you know stuff that you might have been going. Nah. Was it like a writer's block? Was it just was nothing out there was giving you that spark to make you feel like you needed to get back in the lab and you know? Yeah, I think it was definitely it was definitely a writer's block because like it was taking me a long, it took me a long time to actually write this project like um did whoever sincerely yours um project it it actually came out five years after my last four months. So I had seven, which is the full list, and then I had four, um, four seasons, which is the um, five-track EP, and then I had uh, Dear Whoever Sincerely Yours. So it was like a five-year gap between I made um when I made uh, a full-length project. So it was like the whole time it was really hard writing this album. So after that, you know, it, I got my I just I drained myself. So yeah, yeah, and then it turned to like, all right, I can do this again. Now I can't I can't answer why I wasn't doing the shows, and I don't really have an answer. I guess it was just really like you know real life. Uh, 
well, I guess, you know, you know, I did the truck school and stuff like that. Yeah. Outside of New, I did the truck school. And then when I started the newer job, you know, we still regular people. <laughs> when right. I started oh, the regular yeah. you job. Gotta do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. So um, they had me working a whole lot of albums. I mean, not albums. <laughs> I sort of picked up a whole lot of hours. So, I mean, I guess that's what it is. I guess I was just tired between real life, you know? Yeah. You were lifing. I was lifing. You were lifing. I wanted to that's share this. I wanted to share this because this is one of the dopest uh, album covers. I had it behind me, but my screen went off. Thank you. <laughs> you say that. that Look, can like, I explain uh, it? Yeah, I was going to say, could you please? All right. All right, Nigel, I said the album is a life story, pretty much an autobiography, if you want to call that, between me and my brother. So, like, it was me and my brother growing up from kids to, I guess, right now, right? And, um, so I decided to make my childhood home. This is one of the homes we grew up in. This is the one that we spent most of the time in. So, uh, and why this twisted up like that? I guess um, somebody else gave me this meaning. I just thought it looked cool, but somebody else, and I don't remember who it was, they basically said, because um, like growing up, they used to, she would used to say we like the Cosby's because I had my mother and my father and my brother. Um, I had my sister too, but it was like, yeah, we had the Cosby's. We had the little pictures we took together at scenes and stuff like that. And they thought our life was perfect. So I got, um, somebody told me that it's twisted up because life wasn't really perfect. Life right. was crazy. <laughs> right. You know? And so that's kind of how it actually makes a lot of sense. Is that roof right. coming from the side? Is it the roof? Uh, oh, roots. It's roof. actually a tree. It's actually a tree that's in front of the house. Cause like, you know, because it's twisted oh, up like that. Okay, yeah, see. it's actually a tree, but I mean that that's that's art. So yeah, if you want to be roots, so yeah. <laughs> you see my head, right? I see it. I see. I see. <laughs> that's the great Look, thing. What you, what you do, what you do, you go to all your streaming networks, right? And when you go when you go to listen to it, just turn your phone around. You can see. <laughs> but make sure it's playing when you do it. <laughs> but it it does look like you know, roots like this. I, I never thought of that. A lot of this comes from your roots, like your life. That's your life, right, right? Right, right. And I like that. See, I told you I didn't have a meaning for the picture. Somebody gave me a great meaning, and this is this is more. <laughs> yeah, that that's what like, life is. Right. That's why I hired her, man. This is why I paid the big bucks. Just don't got to pay, man. You out here to give her a raise. Never, never. That's that. right. Thank never. you. Never. <laughs> Hey, uh, a wise man. A wise man once told me that nothing from nothing leaves nothing, so I technically can't. Dang. <laughs> uh, we're working on that. We're working on that on the sidelines. Exactly. He needs to start speaking some things in existence. Yeah, we got to start speaking some things in existence. I couldn't get the words out. <laughs> yeah, she'll definitely be the one to get the first cut when that's but look, man, I want to I want to go into a, a little history lesson because of basically what you just said. Um, you know, like a lot of people thought that, you know, you had it a certain way because, you know, you, you had a family, you know, a supportive family around you and everything. But talk a little bit about your upbringing in Baltimore, man, because honestly, I don't know. Like, I really well, don't know. I mean, Lock Raven, <laughs> Lock Raven, Alameda area. That's where I grew up at. Um. East Baltimore. I mean, I started my life around Hoffa Road, Hoffa Road, and like Aquadale, not like the hood, hood side. <laughs> right. I mean, not too good with them. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I grew up in a you know, not too bad neighborhood. Um, like I said, both parents. I got a sister. We uh sister. She lives with my par- um with her own mother. She got a different mother. Um, and we we I mean we grew up high. <laughs> like we, we I mean we was poor. Like she got turned off sometimes, you know. Um, 
I don't know. We was we was we was cool. Went to Northern. That might have been the worst experience. <laughs> I went to the real Northern. Yeah. <laughs> not just not this not this one they got now. The real I Northern. One with the seventeen okay. names. Not the right, seventeen Northern. names that's had since then. <laughs> right. Well, I, I always called it Northern Get High School, and I told my wife I failed at that too because I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right, beyond that, like, beyond that, went to school, went to, uh, went to Florida, learned uh, audio engineering, and and here you have it, <laughs> Deep Boys Music. Give me the, the hip-hop history, man, and when you started picking up a pen and really started, uh, you know, like, writing and really getting into hip-hop. All right, I'm not going to tell my age, because I think I'm younger. I look younger than my age, so. <laughs> but uh, I, I started picking up a pen around 14. That's, um... Yeah, I started picking it up around 14, right around high school. I started listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony, like, on the low. Like, I had a Bone Thugs and Harmony tape. I like telling this because it was a tape I found at school. And, you know, that's it. My age for it was a tape. <laughs> but, um, and it had uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, I faced the death, um, creeping on the come up on it. I didn't know what it was. All I knew was it sounded really cool and those bad words on it. And I listened to it in the earphones. And my, mo- my mother ain't know about it. <laughs> And she played church music, and my father played like uh, uh, Jacksons and Ivy Brothers. So all right, I started listening to that. Next, you know, we got a little older. My parents started getting okay, so we bought Nas. I started getting to that TLC. Started getting to that, and that's you know, that's that like you know, like I said, fourteen is when I started like, all right, I can do this myself. I ain't gonna tell you I started off singing though. I'm not gonna tell y'all that. But once my voice got a little deeper, <laughs> my voice got a little bit deeper, and and, and I know it ain't even really get deep for real. <laughs> I've been writing ever since. But yeah. So, so then, like I said, after that, all through high school, let me be fatty, man. Let me be fatty. All through high school, I was writing rounds. I did a few little showcases, nothing for real then. Um, like in, uh, Got the spot where I did it. Um, but yeah, did a few little showcases. Mon Dorman was one of the spots. And then I kind of just kept my writing in under in the low. Went to school and just kept out all the music on the low until like 2001. No, not 2001. What I say? Um 2021. No. 20, 20, 20, 2001 is what I said. 2011. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> 2021. You're welcome. So yeah, I kept it under wraps. And then uh I rocked out with this uh, lady named Don Yo. She had um started a show. Um, she did a showcase. It was like a play and a showcase at the same time. She said, uh, come on down, rock out, and I ain't never stopped. <laughs> so, well, uh, except for that year that you know I wasn't really doing anything. <laughs> I got I, I to put a pin in this right here because I'm going to keep this person anonymous, but someone told me to ask you about your gangster rap attempts. I ain't going ain't to put it up there. I'm trying to see if you head on the bottom of the street. <laughs> I'll go ahead and put it up. Oh, okay. So Yo, y'all find out she was easy e before easy e was easy e. I was giving y'all a short version of the song. I mean, these answers because the, all the answers are in the album. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I did a bit. <laughs> I did a bit. Most uh, a good chunk of my high school career, I was on some gangster stuff, talking about all the things that I can do. Living at on um, Lock Raven and Belvedere, ain't nothing gangster up there for real, for real. At least I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> At least I wasn't. So I, I tried to talk. I tried to talk about all the all the guns that I I've read about in the video game and. <laughs> he was a gangster. I was. 
I, I was pretty much what a lot of these rappers are now. <laughs> so I didn't get famous for it. <laughs> Yo, the most gangster you're going to find on Lock Raven and Belvedere is the people going to the to the hospital with gunshot wounds, bro. That's the wow. The ones from uh, the ones from Greenmount. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. that may be the closest hospital. <laughs> no, no offense to Greenmount. Y'all know y'all gangster. Y'all know y'all gangster. Yeah, no disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect. The real gangsters on Lock Raven either. I mean, I just wasn't one of them. <laughs> Might be a few. He was the faux version. That's all. Yeah. So I, I did that, and then um. Uh, was a lady that? I was rapping with, uh, a girl I was rapping with at the time, like she had like played it for her brother. And this is on the album too, the whole thing. This is on there. All right. She had played the track for her brother. I'm going to go some stuff for us. And they were like, not played, but we rapped for her and, you know, told him some stuff. And he was like, yeah, you can't be rapping about that. If you ain't living that, don't rap about that. You're going to get killed. Ain't never wrote a another gangster line after that. <laughs> was it just because you were influenced by some of the gangster rap that was on, that was popping around that time? The, to be honest with you, I don't know if you call it gangster because a lot of the stuff I was on on some Eminem type stuff. I was just really, really bizarre with some of the stuff I was saying. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was creative. <laughs> I'm going to go with creative, but it was definitely creative for my own life. And I guess I didn't know at the time that these people was rapping what they was rapping about because they really lived what they was rapping about. And yeah, <laughs> so I've been rapping what I live after, after that. Or at least, you know, from my perspective, right. <laughs> like I talk about some stuff that I didn't see, but I ain't gonna be like, yeah, I bust them in the no. Right, right. Well, were you Brian Brian with the lyrics at that time, or did you have a, a gangster <laughs> name to go along with the gangster rap? Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to. I, I think I only had four names. Oh, I'll give you all of them. Oh, I started oh, off with Little Hustler, that Little Hustler boy. <laughs> that was the beginning. Are you crying? <laughs> Oh, uh, that's what it was. They ain't had no hustle on me. I ain't even had no money. I was broke. <laughs> and then it went to Ghost Rider. All right, nothing, man. He said in the song, he said on Triumph, into the fire, transformer to the Ghost Rider. I was like, that's my name. I want that. It's a true story. That's not on the album. <laughs> and then um, while I was Ghost Rider, I decided to be the Bloody Red. And then somehow all these bloods started getting in the um, record, um, record game. And, and, you know, in the rap game, I was like, oh, I can't be that. <laughs> <laughs> he ran. <laughs> you might think I'm real. <laughs> can't be that. Think I'm real. <laughs> no. And then, uh, and then somehow it was like, you know, uh, some, um, it was like a guy, I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. It was a guy that, like, he, he you know, help me. Can y'all hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello. Uh-huh. All right. Yep. Somehow my, I did something to my ear, but all right. So yeah, um, it was a guy. And I can't remember his name. What time I hear? She says it's real funny. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, <laughs> it's a guy. I can't remember the name of my head, but he was like, you know, he'd help me get into the game and stuff like that. But he was like, you got to change your name. I was like, I ain't changed my name. And then eventually I changed my name. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be like Alicia Keys and Trey songs. And I'm just going to give you, I'm going to give you Brian with what I got. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what I got. I'm Brian with the lyrics. Mr. They Don't Get It. Mr. Over They Fit It. I like it. Thank you for that choice, bro. <laughs> it, that, it was that... a gr- but, but you know what, though? <laughs> this is good stuff. <laughs> this is good stuff. <laughs> Look, it's all on the know? album, and it rhymes. And it rhymes with the album. It's even better. <laughs> yeah. It evolved. So that's all that matters. I, I did evolve. I did evolve. I hope so, because it's been a long time. <laughs> 
But think about <coughs> it. You could, you went and took a nap and came <laughs> back and you could still keep the same name. You still stayed re relevant. Like your name stayed relevant. My name's had some, I think it has more relevance than I'm, than I allow myself to think. At least yeah. if you ask Evan who keeps showing up down there. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm humble. Maybe I'm blind. I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe because I don't have a Benz outside. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, I, I get around. But look, did the, so did the, yeah. Did the change in the name kind of reflect in the change in the writing, so to speak? Whoa. I don't I don't I'll be think pulling so. some good ones out, bro. I can right, pull some so, good ones out. See, all right, now now I gotta I gotta be sad for a moment, but I think I still got it. <laughs> but um the first project I actually released was under Ghost Rider. It was on that piff, it was a mixtape, and it was called um shoot, um chronic. Chronic Illness, two thousand and one, because I I literally went over every single the Chronic beat. So the Chronic, um, Dr. Dre, I rapped over every single beat from the Chronic two, well, two thousand one, and I, um, and like I told all types of crazy stories and stuff like that. But that was on that piff, and it's now gone, so I can't even go tell you go listen to it, that <laughs> send it to you. But um, to answer the question, I don't think it changed a lot. I think it was just it just became more me as I became more me, you know? Mm -hmm. The more I changed, the more the lyrics changed. Right. As I think at first I was more about telling stories that I see. Like I wanted to tell the drug dealer stories, but it was like, yeah, that guy did it, you know? But now it was like, I kind of want to just give you my own story so I can motivate you for my own, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, in the time in the time from chronic illness to deal with others and silly yours, I definitely changed as an artist. And from the name things, you know, yeah. even from the next project, it was just a slow process. And I, I kind of feel like, you know, becoming a husband, becoming a father and all of that kind of stuff also kind of, you know, kind of makes you, yeah, it kind of makes mm -hmm. you become a, a better fool. First of all, it's giving you more stuff to write about. First and it foremost. Is. And, and then. You got a small village over there, so you got you got a lot because like I I don't as I as I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about and I've listened to a lot of music of yours. Um, Thank you. The curse words are very minimal, if any. I don't cuss. Yeah, I got a I got a real strong religious background. I, I really follow Christ. I really be in church. I be getting the spirit and stuff. I'm not gonna play like that, Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I did a little crazy. I can't do that. I can't do that for the whole world watching. I can only do that in my, in my process. But yeah, I, I am really that. I'm really that guy. I'm not gonna say they'd be like I'm the perfect guy, nothing like that. But one thing I don't do is cuss. Hmm. Can I tell you a small story? Why not? <laughs> All right. Growing up, it seemed like every single time I said a cuss word. I wound up having to fight the person I cussed at. <laughs> like they, we wind up fighting every single time, swearing up. <laughs> so I think, I think by the fourth or fifth time cussing at somebody, when I got beat up or got had to fight somebody, I gave it up. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. <laughs> you know, I think that was joy. <laughs> I, think, I think it was joy. I think he set me up for success. I guess. <laughs> so no, I, I don't cuss. I don't cuss about rhymes. I um. 
I try to, I try to stay clean. I try, like, um, a, a dude from the guild, uh, Kness, he told me a long time ago, he was like, uh, I like the fact that you make music that I can listen to with my grandmother in the car. And I and I, I took pride in that. I was like, oh, all right. So I mean, you can listen to anybody in the car. I mean, like, all right, I can play your grandma, but you can't play every single song for your kids because you know I'm an adult. But and I don't want to make Disney music. But when he said that, I was like, oh, okay, I can I can do that. I can do that. And it doesn't have to be the edited version. It it, I don't, man. People be like, yeah, send me music, send me music. Cool, send, 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 send. Right. <laughs> I ain't got to be calling the engineer. Well, no engineer, but I ain't got to be going there, taking all the customers out. And yeah, bro, like that. that used to drive me crazy. You know, during the times when Jay and I had the radio stations, and we used to ask artists to send us in music, and we used to always right. radio edit it. And you would think, uh, you would think that we were talking about people's moms. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Oh, Don't be messing man. up my art. <laughs> <laughs> like 92Q ain't messing up your art. <laughs> right, because they'll do it. And the right. crazy part, and, and the crazy part is I'm sitting here thinking about this was it was actually hearing uh DJ Run cuss for the first time that made me actually start liking run DMC. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see if I can get one for you. <laughs> Yo, on the on the on their on their first album, <clears throat> I believe this was their first album. They had a song called Proud to be Black. Okay. A lot of people aren't familiar with that song, but it was basically the, like the title was exactly what it was about. And mm -hmm. DJ Ron had this line that says, you know, I'm proud to be black, y'all, and real brave, y'all, and mother effer, I will never be a slave, y'all. And when I heard that, I'm a, yo, think about, I think it was Steve Harvey that talked about the first time he heard a woman cuss in church and he was like, yo, I love this. I'm going to come back just because that's the, that's the way that I felt when I heard DJ okay, first of all, on that song, bro. Both of y'all revoked your heaven fans and I don't think y'all making it no more. <laughs> it's over. You're not going. <laughs> I mean, you might slide by, but he, he said it in church. <laughs> y'all ain't making it. <laughs> And, 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 and was and shout out thank you for tuning in bro <laughs> said he doesn't cuss he'll try to replace it with something else i'll be trying that too bro it don't i mean i say what the heck with the crap circumstance right <laughs> what the what the hand sandwich like my sister like my sister uh tawana she has me uh shut the front door instead of <laughs> STFD. <laughs> I had this conversation with my wife the other day about this cussing, and she said, You always replacing it. I was like, How do you know what came first? What the heck or what the? How do you know? What you were <laughs> I didn't say it just like that, but that's how I feel about it. Like, you don't know which one came first. They were both here before you was here. <laughs> I hope she already, I hope she hooking up her stuff. <laughs> got all, got all, got all the big wigs coming in. Shout out to Darling Dina. She said it's a good interview so far. Shout out to my man Rube Rice. Who, if he don't come hey. up on my show by August or September, I'm gonna just pull up with a camera somewhere in Baltimore and I'm gonna just interview him on the spot. <laughs> what is that cousin is a way of life? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but it's just not my way of life, sir. It's a lot of ways of life and a lot of questionable ones. <laughs> And, and it's funny, bro, because I, re I remember listening uh, recently to an interview that Method Man did uh, probably last year. And um, he actually talked about the way, you know, that he's kind of taken the profane language out of his, um, you know. Yeah. Of, 
as he's gotten older. And like it, it, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, you can find another way to express the point that you're trying to get across without, you know. Right. I'm not going to try to act like I'm a saint by any stretch of the imagination because I right. listen to music that has, you know, adult language. But I respect those that, you know, go into it with the approach of we're going to, you know, we're going to not, you know, MFU and BITCH you to death, you know. Right. Because right. you, you literally have some songs where it's like every other word is a. And to me, to me, the more you use it, the more you use that kind of language the less your writing ability really is, if that makes sense. I think it does. Yeah. I think it does. But um, I had something I was going to say, but I don't know what it was now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it over. Oh. He, got, he got real introspective. Hold on. We have a question <laughs> from Darling Dina. Oh, nice. Being that you are a family man, what part does that play in your music? I think that's Being a family man? Yeah. Um, the best I got, the best I got is the, the project I wrote about kids. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote them for five, um, four seasons, five tracks, all about all my kids. <laughs> I mean, other than that, I mean, I like the fact that be, I mean, being real, I like the fact that I can literally, like you said, play in front of your grandmother. I can just jump in the car, put my albums on, and we can just go on a road trip for seven hours and just bump me the whole time, and I don't have to worry about them, you know, saying anything crazy. <clears throat> It's like a few songs when they I might not play, but you know, just because they're more adult content. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I like that I can do that. I like that I can do that. That that's definitely a plus to being who I am musically. Because I know, like, I I I'll listen to people's music and I see people on stage when I'm rocking them, and I sometimes wonder. I've seen people bring their kids to the shows, and then they rock out, and I said, "Ooh, you want your kid to hear that?" <laughs> right. So it not only be bad words, but he'd be like really adult content. At least beat around the bush a little bit, making a metaphor or something like that. So they don't know what you're talking about. Right, but they don't. Well, you know what? I want to piggyback on that question that was uh -oh. just asked. So when you're rocking out <laughs> in the car, <laughs> <my words. laughs> what is one of your children's favorite songs that they hear that, you know, from you? Well, first and foremost, they, the ones about them. <laughs> there you go. They all selfish. They like they all. <laughs> they all like that. Literally, one of them say, "I want to hear my song," and then the, then we listen to the whole project. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much they, like they 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 hurt my feelings. They don't play my music enough. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't. But I mean. Mind you, uh, the words to the songs that some, you like. They do know some of the songs. Um, my middle child, who is six, um, her favorite song is actually the song I said y'all never. She's like, I won't never, never, ever, never, ever. <laughs> so it's like, they like the catchy stuff. Yeah, they like the catchy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> darling, Dina said, I've never custom my music, but my mouth in real life is like. <laughs> Oh, we we have met you, Miss Dina. We met you. We met you. We met you. We heard if you were. Hey, I have nothing but love for darling Dina. She is the. That's my is, mama. She is the. She is the one that has purchased the most signature Long Island iced teas since we've been selling them. So I. Whoa. 
so old oh, so that's that's my mom away from mommy and i think she literally bought the most bold stuff from ebony and the both blcc stuff for me <laughs> how, how, did, how did you like, guys we uh, was at her house like about weekly i felt like dropping off at one point mm. <laughs> like i love her how, how did you guys meet and, and you know start like okay we met um on a on, a, on her show we met on her show yeah, must must be the music radio. Um, I had took Poetta Shakespeare out there one time. Um, for her, like one interview she had, and then somehow we all got to talking. Next, you know, I was there doing interview and interviewing because um, Darla Dana, she's so cool. She let us interview her show multiple times. I mean, you know, um, you know, host our show. I said it wrong, but yeah. So yeah, one good um, one good conversation because I'll start crying because yeah, she allowed me to come out with Sabrina. Look. Um, Man, yeah. All she want to do is make everybody shine. That's and all right. You want to make your sun shine. I love it. <laughs> Did you see it when she was on our show last month? Yeah, I watched. Okay. Oh my God. Yes. She was talking about her rent career and everything. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Yes. Well, it wasn't all happy things, but like it was no, a great but it story. Was good to know. It, it was a great story. It was. Yeah. And, you know, she, she live, so it was fun. <laughs> I tried to get her to drop some bars, but she wouldn't do it. She wouldn't. I think I typed in it and dropped some bars. I think when you yeah, said that, I might have typed in that, that was you. That was <laughs> you. So look, yeah. man, um, I, I got two things that I definitely have to play before we get off the air tonight. Um, the first thing is I have to play Never Stop Lying. That's that's my joint right there. I appreciate it. It's actually my first time seeing the video. How is that? I have no Algorithm. idea. Algorithm. This is my first time. I actually was watching it when you popped into the uh, the backstage area of the show, and um, all I'm wondering is why didn't you take me to Miami with you? You know, because I believe first, that was okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> don't be don't be lower in my status like that was Jamaica, baby. <laughs> no man, yeah. Too <laughs> oh, much, man. No, this was that was me every first time ever getting out the country. The first time we had just bought passports and everything. And I was oh, like, wait a minute. So oh, where is that? Where was that? Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. so I was like, I was like, if we're going to be in Jamaica, we might as well. I mean, I know the words. <laughs> you can hold the camera. <laughs> and you can claim it on your taxes. Can I, I can claim it on my taxes? <laughs> you could have claimed it on your business. The trip. The whole oh, because you did the video. I think it's too late. That was last year. Shoot. <laughs> Why you ain't tell me that then? <laughs> you seen me comment under the videos. You seen me comment under here. <laughs> We're like best friends. <laughs> exactly. I, I'll be on top of my game the next time. <laughs> Thank you. Look at the com look at the comment from Rude Rice, bro. <laughs> Brand can rap and beats up. No, but for real, I'm rocking this. <laughs> My man, thank you. And we need we need a beat because I'm working. We we need a, we need to talk. We need to talk beats. I need to come by to um two nice um studios. <laughs> so look, this is what I want to do, man. Because I I got a couple of more things that I want to get into with you. Um, I'll let you pick. Do you want to play the Never Stop video or the Acapellas and Acoustics first? Um, oh, you killed the acapellas and acoustic segment, bro. Who wants to acapella? You said I killed it. You, um, <laughs> killed 
Did he say that as a question? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. That's one of my top three segments. Look, I tell you, I'm, I'm, my own, I'm my biggest enemy. I'm my own biggest enemy. <laughs> that's, that's that's one of my top three or four segments, bro. I, I'm not even going to lie. You you killed that joint. So I got right. both of them screwed up. I'm going to just ask you which one you want to play first. Well, let's do the video first because that one's lesser to the live. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be. It makes life more fun. <laughs> All right, man. Since he insists, we're going to get into... Oh, Never. Dang it. So, oh, yeah, I did say that. Who's my Jay Grizzly? This is Who's Brian. my Jay Grizzly? Ray calls you Brian with the lyrics. Lord have mercy. This that, is Brian. I mean, him too. Him too. <laughs> Let's go, man. B-Boy Music. Y'all can hear this, right? Yeah. I will never ever slip. I will never ever fall. I will never ever quit. You said I will never ever fall. I will never ever slip. I will never ever fall. Ever quit. You said I will never ever stop lying to Stop lying to Stop lying to Stop lying to they said I would never see 21. They said I gang bang and bang bang with the clack. I skipped that, but I still made it through the regret. But I would never fall as long as God is my step man. They said that bad girl be on me. I never take that. I did like Jay Beyonce. Get that. They hated on the chocolate lover. Yeah, they did that, but they would never break me. I am not a chick chat. They say they don't like our sound. They try to muzzle off. Shit, I spent my whole life in jail. I did a couple hours. Shit, I need to wake up. They don't see what I see. They got it. That's it. That's it. Stop lying to him. Stop lying to him. Stop lying to him. Hey, bro. 
I don't know yes, why I get a Lupe Fiasco vibe when I listen to that song, bro. I mean, that's one of my influences. I don't mean yeah. to, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely one of my favorites from Bad of the Day. Oh, wait a minute. They didn't want other stuff. They didn't want other stuff. I definitely get a Lupe vibe when I listen to that song, man. Now, is that a good thing? That's a great thing. Uh, I'm just saying everybody don't like Lupe. <laughs> I take it. I take it. That's Appreciate it. Um, thought process that went into the writing of Never. I think at this point, right, I was realizing how old I was getting and not successful as I would like to be. So it's like, and it's like, I, I have, you know, so many people in your ear, especially when you rap, because people think rap is a young man sport for some reason, even though you got Jay-Z's and Eminem's and stuff like that, still selling crazy out numbers. So the idea that uh, I'm getting too old for this came to mind, right? And it's been like kind of dwelling on me. And I was like, nah, man, I love this. I will never, ever quit. Never, ever fall. You know, <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 the feel for for this particular song. Like, like I I, I can't quit, regardless of how old I get. If I get tired of it, I'll quit. But I ain't tired of it. <clears throat> and I and I'm glad, yo. It's actually good to hear you say that because I've asked, or at least wanted to ask, some artists, um, mostly from you know m mostly local artists. Like, does it ever get to a point where if you're not benefiting financially from this? you know, the way that you want to, you know, if you're not, you know, driving, you know, and living in. Yeah. And the one thing that I can honestly say about most of the people that I've asked that question to, they're really in this just for the love of the art. And if they never make a penny doing it, they're fine with that. And and I love that. I respect that. Well, I, um, I like to tell people that that question is like, yeah, you know, question, hey, why you don't stop? You ain't making no money anyway or stuff like that. I tell them like, we just call them expensive hobby. It's like gambling. <laughs> it's like gambling. I'm, I, I throw out a song, I throw the dice. I might win a mil million dollars. I mean, but I'm having fun doing it, <laughs> you know? Right. That's, that's that's how you do the slots. You pull out some cards, you pl you throw the cards, you might win you might win some money, you might not. You throw a little money in the pot, you might I might win, might not. That's how I feel about the music. It's like, all right, um, even that even at my age now, it's like I feel like it's still happening. Why not? But I do it because I love it. <laughs> right. And and you're doing this as an independent artist, so that means that everything from you know studio time to mm -hmm. possibly putting on shows and everything like that's legitimately coming out of your pocket everything i'll <laughs> wow. be honest with you bro like the independent grind isn't for everybody no it's not for everybody it's, well i think i guess it's not for everybody but i think more people just feel like if they work hard enough they have to win you know financially but some of them don't realize winning ain't always just financial. That might be just the goal. Cause like anytime somebody come to me and say, you, you said it, I love this song. That that's winning for me. You say, Oh, this song changed my life. That's winning for me. You know, like it ain't just about a, a million dollars in the bank. You know, and you can make a million dollars. And I drive a truck for a living. I, I'm not doing too bad at this time, you know? So, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, yes. If I would love to, um, make the right song to go viral, get me a whole bunch of money that I ain't got clock in every day. I would love that. But it's all about, I mean, it's all about the love of making it, you know? Right. See, Alenia, so go ahead and drop that, drop that song, Alenia. I'm telling you, you never know. It could become <laughs> the next, it could become the next TikTok challenge and we'd be... I mean, let me record it for you. 
I'm gonna go ahead and clutch my pearls. Well, I'm not gonna steal it. <laughs> I, I thought that means you stealing. I oh. don't think. <laughs> All right, well, we can, we, can, we can write you a poetry album or something. Like, they, they do pretty good. Too. Oh, okay. I can do that. I can do spoken word. You can do spoken word. I can do spoken word. That's uh, right. I mean, feel it. So. <laughs> uh, make sure the maracas on the track. I got maracas on the track. See, I see fools when start playing maracas. No, that was like, it was like, a, it was a mix for the beat. <laughs> That was like it a TikTok, you know. You started see? freezing when you played the maracas, so you, you got to keep the maracas now. So yeah, you, I really, I gotta play my maracas One more time. Put the people time. in the back. There she go. <laughs> let me. Let me. <laughs> well, don't get her started. She put on the whole. Put on the whole show. <laughs> Show. <laughs> I, mean, I, said a lot. I said a lot so far. It might not be that big. <laughs> I, I want to ask you this question, B, because um, like I really, I really didn't know the the Baltimore scene as far as hip hop is concerned until 2014 when I started doing Baltimore Flavor Radio and started meeting all of you guys. Um, talk a little bit about your history on the scene, your memory on the scene, and where you feel like we, you know, like where is where is Baltimore's place as far as hip hop is concerned? Oh, so like you said, like my place in the scene. Like I mean, a, so let, me like, this. let me let me say this before you answer that. I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you, B. I feel like I could probably take my top ten to 15 MCs from Baltimore and I will put them up against any 10 or 15 MCs in any city in the country. And, and I believe that. See, it's, it's so many artists at this point that I didn't work with. Um, I don't know if you knew, I was actually signed with um, Jay McGraw at one point. Like he was the one of the first uh, people that I decided, you know, like try to help me, Jay McGraw. Who? Um, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so I'll deal with him. First person. Yeah. Let, really me stop, like, let me stop playing before somebody feel like we got a feud and then there's all rumors all over social media tomorrow. Now that's oh, I ain't start. I don't mean to start no drama. Congratulations to him because they, they're about to tie that knot soon. So. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. But yeah, uh, I was rocking out with him for a little bit. That's where I black, black, met Blizz, Blizzard. But you know, Blizzard's like one of my dogs, man. We still working. He's on the project. Like we still been working together the whole time. Um, plotting on some new stuff. Uh, since Taz, Taz kind of like stopped, fell back a little bit. But um, yeah, we've been. Uh, it's, it's been a long run. Even runs. I, I I worked on her crew. Actually, I worked with her crew first. I worked with her crew first. It's just, it's so many artists that I've had an opportunity to um really work with. Um. What's that day on uh, the, like one of my the first place I really really rocked out in was that day on club under eight ninety five. What's that day on? <laughs> I cannot remember the name. All right, it's right under the eight ninety five under down it's around downtown, right around where the jail is, and it's like it was like two stages, and I can't remember the name of the, the top of my head. I'm sure somebody watching might know the name of it, but like ever since then, man, I I, I started. How about the spot huh? in the center where Guilford Avenue is? 
Guilford. It's 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 right where eight ninety five starts. Like if you go on the other side of Creek, I mean eight ninety five is the jail, the uh, the kids jail, I think. I think it's gay. Rube, gay Rube I need you to chime in, Rube. <laughs> I need you, that's before my time. But yeah, um, that man, you it might, eh, it might have been because you like a couple years after I started. But either way, um, from then on, like with so many different faces, yourself, like you, one of my favorite people in this in this industry, like yeah, um, I mean, it's a lot of dope artists. Uh, I can't even name them all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I named I named the ones that I associate myself with a lot. Like I say, brother, you around, um, Nanny. It's, I don't know. I don't know the answer, sir. <laughs> I mean, but, but like, just talk a little bit about how the scene was around the time when you really started getting into it. Oh, and, I you feel know, like, because I, I think at one point, from what you I know, what? there was hip hop stuff going on like two or three days a week. And that's what I was about to say. There was so much more to do then. Yeah. It was so much more to do then. It was so many open mics. It was so many people throwing showcases. I would have two showcases in one month and then throw myself in some open mics. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the venues. Maybe because some of the um the promoters just sucked. And then some of the promoters that like were cool, they just they stopped doing it because of some of these arts sucked. I remember like Lisa Stan, I, I know she was a promoter at one point and um like she had stopped doing it right at the time when I wanted to do one of her shows. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I need to do your show," and I I had let my homeboy do the show, and then I don't think she did anymore after that. And it's like, um, so it's like so much less out here now. I think the only one I really know is Billy Loud, the one I got the show going out. That's actually doing showcases now, and then he's doing it at like the big one of the biggest venues we can do. <laughs> so I mean, like, yeah, back then we had a bunch of little small clubs and a whole bunch of people doing it, but now we got Billy Loud throwing it in the big biggest venue we can get you at this stage. Yeah. That was no, no pun intended, <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, it's it has been a change, and I think the change has not exactly been positive because of the fact that um, there's not as many opportunities for us to rock out. And I blame a lot of the artists because a lot of artists always do the uh, like um, rock and roll, you know, rock the mic and then roll out. They take their audience with them. They bring fifty people in it, and then next you know, for, was talk so much about, about that, that last last week, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's a it's a really big thing on our scene. It's a really big thing thing on our scene. And mind you, I've I've done Virginia, I've done West Virginia, and I didn't even know there's black people in West Virginia. <laughs> I've done uh, <laughs> I've done New York a few times, and it like this is the only place that I know for real where you just like leave. Oh, Philly, I've done Philly. I did I did live instruments in Philly. Like there was a band, cool. <laughs> Right, um, but that's like this is like the only place I know where they really do that rock and roll thing, like just rock out and 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 dip. But uh, yeah, I think that's the reason why the scene kind of is not like hitting like it used to be. I'm definitely glad to be a part of it when it was, but I'm glad to be a part of it now. Hopefully, we can get everything back. So I mean, like you know, you can start yours up when you gonna start your showcase. I mean, I know he, and, and, he talking to you. Oh, he was talking to me. You in the ring, in the ring, right there, right, right there. Let me tell you, you know so, the whole thing. Let me tell you, something, bro. And, and this is just, and this is just this is right. I'm over here. I did, I did have, a, I did have an idea that I wanted to do a showcase with 
and this was last year i wanted to have all of the artists that came and did acapella and acoustic segments for me to do a showcase but the venue closed. north avenue Market. Was- ah man the, the oh, spot, with the, spot with the video games right there on okay. what's that north of maryland yeah they closed down they and so hey. and i only wanted to do it there because i knew i could have did it free <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if i got these other spots in my budget man but i, I would love like i would really love man to just i mean look if you if you throw it we're gonna bring some people and hopefully yeah. that I like this is this is this is what happened with me, right? All right, um let me show you I can show you better than I can tell you. He bringing exa- examples, y'all. This right here. One of the, the like the one I, I did two times I broke the frame. I broke the frame. Two times that I did an album release party, right? And that one right there, it was like everybody was like, Yeah, just try it. You can't fail. And the worst case thing is happens, nobody come. You pay for it out of pocket. Okay. Like we made enough money to pay the DJ, pay the uh, um, the venue, and had some change in our pocket. We only charged five dollars a hit and five dollars for the CD. You gotta go but, out on stage. <laughs> but you, you know, a big problem that I have, bro, is that we can put on an event every year, like Afram, yeah, at Drew Hill Park, and we can have all of these, you know, internationally Support. artists. Stop. And we can't even have like a festival stage at Afram where we just let Baltimore artists just come through. And, 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 and I know some people that know Brandon, so I might talk to Brandon about this, try to talk to Brandon about this for next year, bro. Like you doing this at Drew Hill Park. There's no way in the world that you should have a space that big and not let your artists come through. Aren't they making the space bigger? Aren't they making the space bigger? They they doing something with the water? Are they making the space bigger? It's it's Drew Hill Park. It's no telling. We could, yo, you can give us a stage behind a reptile house, (laughs) and we can have three or four hundred people over there that's coming behind a reptile house. (laughs) So you 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 want us fighting Jurassic Park? (laughs) But you understand what I'm saying, though. Like I feel you. I feel you. I agree with you. This is a prime opportunity for y'all to put our city on display. It and is. It. Y'all want to keep hiring, you know, y'all want to keep bringing in, you know, big names. But I mean, the, the, like, the big names are cool to get people in the building. Mm-hmm. But then we need, like, because, you know, even with the, um, some of the shows we get, and, um, uh, what's the day? I mean, y'all can't even figure this. Slip my mind. It's this quick. Um, sound stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even the venue, of- even the ones we, the one across the street, even the uh, big names we get in there. So like the people will, they'll they'll pay their tickets to um and then come super duper late because they don't want to see the uh the people before. Yeah. So I don't know why. I don't know why they don't want to show love that they don't time. It's not like we don't be rocking. Now mind you, uh, if it's seven artists, all of them may not be your cup of tea. But if the promoter do it right. He gonna have a hip hopper. He gonna have a trapper. He might have an R&B person, depending on who the headliner is. And then he gonna have, you know, just just he gonna have different variations. You're not gonna just have all one thing unless it all matches out to to the artist that's gonna the main artist. But you should really have um, people rocking out. You know, I, I opened up for the locks. 
my show was, no, style was sweet. Open up, it was the locks. Open up for the locks one time, right? And they had, um, what's his name? That's irrelevant. No, but, but, um, yeah, um, same thing, same thing, man. It's like, you, you gotta, uh, they gotta come show love for us. They gotta show love for us. They they, they want to come late, and it's and it's weird. It messes up the whole flow. And then we get and we like even us artists that you know we we rocked out. We rocked out to the same people we bought. Yeah. So it's like yeah, it's like yeah. I, I bought five, ten, how many people I bought to the show, and, and then and even selling, and <laughs> selling tickets, making money for the promoters that are putting these events on. Yeah, man. I said I don't know if I said it in a recent rhyme or if I said it in a post. It could have been both, but it's like. They won't pay 20 for us, but they'll pay rent for Beyonce. And we rock out. <laughs> we rock out. Uh-oh. Darlene Dina said, but speaking on Brandon, do actually really did ask Baltimore artists for music back in January, so you will be seeing two Baltimore artists rock the stage. Okay, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. That's a start. That's a start. That's a start. But at the same time, because Drew Hill Park is so big, you could actually have a second stage that features nothing but Baltimore artists. You can. And then if you if you keep it just far enough from the main stage, you can hear it. Yeah. But close no. enough, close enough, because there's gonna be so many people, somebody's gonna hear it. Somebody's right. gonna hear it. Somebody's right. gonna be on that stage. They're like, yo, who that? <laughs> yeah, if you can have a festival stage at Meriwether Post Pavilion, you can have a festival stage at Drew Hill Park. Cause you can yeah. fit, you can fit three or four Meriwether Post Pavilions in Drew Hill Park. My whole point is, when you have this kind of opportunity where all eyes are on the city, because of all of these people that you're bringing in, why not take an opportunity to highlight some Baltimore artists? Right, it'll bring more money to the city. I, I mean, if if anybody has the mindset like me, I'm like, all right, I, I make a bunch of money, my city gonna get some bread, <laughs> you know. Start building community centers and stuff like that. You know why not? Right. But you know we gotta we gotta get to that point where uh, we're respected enough as artists, even in our own city. Because like I know um, Baltimore, it appears that Baltimore has uh, some like a uh, is the word stigma. Am I saying the right stigma? It's, it's stigma. A, we got a, a thing. We got this, this stigma against us. Is like no matter how close we get to the industry, the mainstream, it's like we don't like we just like there we can't get across the gate and that's that's like with a bunch of artists um from comp who was on the video game like he still could not get the 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 success that you know platinum albums and like that you got um what's our recent one um you had uh the dude say well now be real i think he i think he went the furthest he was on 106 and park and you know rocked out for a while that was a while ago though um and it's, it's so many of them so many of them that 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 just get far but you can't break the boundaries of like becoming a successful, like straight out hip hop artist. That's uh, um, a household name, you know? So I don't know why we, I don't know why we can't make it. Okay. So, well, now you just answered the question. Cause you said, you don't know. I was about to ask. So how can we break those boundaries then? I mean, because like we're, we're literally at a point now in time where with the click of a button, depending on your following, you can have your music and your videos out to, thousands if not millions of people so like what is it about baltimore that just continues to be that stigma that we can't get it out there like that and well, then when we do have a person like a a mario or, or a boss man or whoever that does we did have out, a mario you know why can't we, yeah why or drew hill you know why, why can't we, can't we, we, we get him that way 
Yeah, why can't we get the Rattlers? But um, I think I think it, it's it's a reach, but it's not a reach. Is uh, Baltimore is a big city, and Maryland is a lot of people with it for it to be such a small, you know, physical place. And I think if we real life just got on each other's backs, the numbers will go up. So it forces the algorithms that we have to live in nowadays. Like if your numbers are, if, you, if people's watching, 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 the algorithm's gonna have to show. It's gonna have to show the artists. Right. So therefore, we can get more names out there. But we we need everybody to support everybody. <laughs> like I do that with people. I only I only like everybody music. Don't tell them that. But I only like everybody music. I share all the time. Like I I share their music I can't because Beat Boys music. But I bought a Beat Boys T-shirt. No, I'm just yo. And thank you for that. <laughs> My man was like, my man was like, I put put a post up. He said, "Where the link at?" Done. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Thank you. This is the guy. Oh, this guy. Oh, this the guy right but, there. That guy but, right but, there. But let me ask you, you know, because like we have like one of my favorite movements, and I call him the Baltimore Wu Tang Clan, is uh, J Royale, Guy Grams, Ill Conscience, and Dirt Platoon. And they are guys, like bro. These are guys that are actually they've actually headlined shows in South Africa. Right. I think and, they may they they are the great white hope. <laughs> like they are really chilling. I've seen them on um some of them the Alley Leakers, I think. Yeah, I think I've seen them on LA Leakers at least one time, maybe a couple times. Um, like you said, they've been performing out the country. Like with people singing their words, <laughs> like yeah, and like what they like, are actually what the game. Ashley Sierra, like Ashley Sierra, did a, a show like maybe two or three years ago in Seattle, Washington, bro. And it's like, yo, we got people listening to hip hop in Seattle. Like, what's going Seattle? on? Yeah, well, I didn't know she had that. That's I, dope. I, felt- I mean, and she was icon and and all them. Yeah, the, uh, Chase Chase Ultra. I had yeah, to get the right shit. Just like two, it's two Chase. Yeah, they 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 are doing a great thing, um, and I think um, uh, the dirt soon in them. I think they actually like uh, they are real like just underground rappers at this point. They are in the in the levels where like Bootcamp Click, I think. Like whereas though they they, they featured Bootcamp Click on multiple projects at this point, <laughs> different artists. So I mean, yeah, I think they may have uh, broke levels that we have never seen. You know, as art. Well, not one seen that never seen, but like I said, we had people you know closer to the uh, mainstream, but. It's still you. You can't beat that. Like I would never complain if I was if I was going out out the country performing and still had to come home to my nine to five. Would I complain, dog? <laughs> no, and I'm not asking. And I'm saying I'm not saying complain. But like, how can we? Oh, no, no. Can we take advantage of that like opportunity because well, that has to get people looking at Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? But if Baltimore what? is not looking at Baltimore, who's gonna? I mean, I, I I know I've been sitting a little quiet, but. I'm really big on that. We are, you know, our city can be quite complacent in you how know. we support each other. And right. it doesn't make sense if we have all of this talent. That includes and music and podcast, by the way. Uh, what'd you, you know, say? That includes music and, and podcast, by the way. Yeah, it, anything even entertainment. Even people's books. We had um, Odessa Rose on, on this show. I kid you not. I got off. I bought all three books. That's what we do. 
you are the real MVP. That's what we do. Especially if it's your thing. If if it's your thing, support right. it. Right, right. Is good. And B and, and and Brian, I'm not gonna lie, yo. That's exactly why what she just said is exactly why when you put that post up about the t-shirts today, I was like, yo, give me the yeah. link. I'm gonna go buy a t-shirt. It's Thank really you. that simple, bro. Like mm -hmm. we have so many ways to support by just literally taking our mouse and Look. just clicking a button, Click. whether it's the share, whether it's the like, and we just don't. But and and I said this to you kind of like this earlier, but I'm not gonna be one of those people that are constantly on social media complaining about my lack of support if I'm not supporting other people. Mm -hmm. And support, like if my budget had it that I could support everybody and buy everybody's albums and everybody's merch and all of that, I would. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I rock with the people that I really rock with. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. you and I, from the day we've met, we've been solid. So when you put out a, yeah. a post to say, go buy a t-shirt, bro, go buy a t-shirt. <laughs> really I, I, I can't thank you more, man. I can't thank you, you more know, because like, be honest with you, like I, I, like I said, um, I didn't even really promote that. Like I, I put them up there on the web page and was like, you know, all right, it's there. I bought a couple and it was that you might be the actual first person so far aside from myself. <laughs> Thank you. But now, now I assume you won't be the last because you know, like that's how it is. But hold on, hold up. Because you, I, I had a I had a a comment about the um the, the artist that we got that's um really doing it. I think how they can help is to find some of these people they find cool and if they listening to, they should feature us. They said feature us people that's not really getting it like this. And if they like just the feature on that album, we ain't got to be a video cut. We ain't got to go on tour with them or nothing like that. Just the feature, put the name out. Or, you know, like you said, a share. Share. Like um stamp these other names that's getting, you know, twenty thousand followers or something like that, or however many they got. Like that not even how many followers, the ones that have core fan bases. Yes. Press share. Mm -hmm. share. Cause you know, even they even got cult classics. You got rappers like A Z. You got rappers like A Z who like uh um who never really like he did in the beginning like really really huge, but he has the people that buy his album every single time. So you got people that buy your albums every single time. If you see somebody that you like musically or in real life, you ain't got like you could like them in real life and not like their music. Just share. Like yeah. I think that can help the whole scene. Some of these people that's really got the name just can really help the whole scene. Right. Uh, I got like. Even like all this like Dichonada right now. She's she's charging. <laughs> she's charging for pieces. But I mean, I'm not mad at that. She's charging for a share. I'm not really mad at that because of the scale she's getting at. She's actually becoming that mainstream artist. So she gotta make a bread. But like, I mean, it's gotta be some people you could just share it for. You gotta hey, be bro, you gotta have a homeboy, a homegirl. I tried to get an interview with Dichonada, and when I tell you I was ready to spin kick her when she told me how much she God damn. For I was interview. trying to be modest and not, you know, say too no, much and just think it. No, no. So uh, I, I have to put this up here, B, because I, I have to be honest and I have to be. So shout out to Tipsy Fiend, Queen Fiend. She says, we have to support each other. When I had the Tipsy Picnic to highlight artists in Baltimore, not a lot showed up. Brian was supposed to kick off the cypher. But, hey, we got to do the things that we preach about. I mean. And I don't know what happened at that opportunity, you know, in that situation, um, which was at the why not line. That happens. I definitely show love where I can, you know, I, where I can, when I can. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, my bad. <laughs> he said my bad. No, he's got that awkward silence. <laughs> yeah. That was a pregnant pause, wasn't it? A pregnant pause. Are you saying that because she's pregnant? Because she's actually pregnant at the moment. Pun definitely intended. Unintended. Pun definitely intended. I don't wear that. I don't have rockers. It's my ear for chase. No, man, but gosh, bro, this is. No, uh, I don't think she said it for that. I think what she's saying is the the bottom the line same. is when you do have something, right? You do have something. And you understand people's lives are people's lives. So not everybody can do everything that you have. But I'm sure she probably heard plenty of people saying, oh, yeah, you should have it. You should do this. You should do this. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. And so she probably moved in that that atmosphere of hype. Right. You know, and I mean, moved in that hype and then people don't show up. That's that's where I'm going at, because I'm, I know. And that's where people say that Baltimoreans are complacent. Because you sit up there and you say, I got you. Girl, you have something. Man, you man, you know you up there. Killing it up there. I'm I'm coming to you. Your next show, let me know. And then what you do, you remember that. And so let you let him know. That person, and you're going to you're, you're gonna give your information and be like, you know, pass it out, pass it out. And what do they say? All right, I'm going to pass it out. I'm going to pass it out because you know I, I'm, I'm supporting. I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. So right in front of so it it's one of those things that we Baltimoreans, that's why we don't have the places that DC and New York and California and Atlanta has because we don't support each other like that. We don't we don't mean it when we say it, we just say it just to get you to stop talking to us. She said, Can she get the Moroccan hey. again, please? <laughs> can I get the Moroccan again? You gotta turn your maracas up. <laughs> there you go. And and I'm gonna be honest with you, be like this. This becomes a little sticky for me because I feel like I'm the middleman in a lot of not just tonight, but a lot of conversations that we have. And you know, my question to you is just how can we like what is it gonna take for us as a city, as a culture within this city? to really turn everything that we're talking about right now around to the point where if queen has a picnic i'm coming out to support we coming out to support if mr antoine has a festival and i want to invite all of my artists that have rocked on acapellas and acoustics to come out like and yo it's just and 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 again you know i'm respecting all of your wishes but it's not just about what's going on with you, but just as a whole, this is like, this is becoming like a, a recurring theme where the city just doesn't come out and support each other. And like I said, when I, when I, so Wombat, Wombat 55, shout out to that knucklehead used to get on me all the time because I didn't know about a lot of the artists that were in the city. I didn't know about Brian lyrics until 
2014, 2015, and come to find out Brian had been killing it forever. I didn't know no, about no. all these people. So, like, how when we have all of this, all of this dopeness in one city, and it kind of feels like we're in a in a trash bag and we're punching them, we can't punch our way out of this trash bag. And we have artists like I'll say Lil Scooter, rest in peace. And, you know, we've also had some other artists that have come here that have kind of, you know, taken that next level. How do we together take that next level so that we can change the narrative where it's like New York, Philly, and then it's like a big leap over Baltimore and, and going down to the south? But I think the only way, and as you said, I like to use uh, Houston as a... Um, as a example, because when Houston came out, right, first we had, um, I don't remember the order. First it was like Paul Wall. I don't know the yeah. order for sure. Yeah. But then it was like, um, here, one, three, three, oh, what's his name? Mike, Mike Jones. And then Chameleon Ed. Chameleon, Chameleon. Chameleon. Mike Jones. <laughs> Mike Jones. And then you had Chameleon Ed. Then you had um, Slim Thug. Not young thug, yeah, slim thug, and they just kept popping out and popping out and popping out one at a time, one at a time. We need that. We need someone to do great and hold somebody hand. Pull one person along, and when you pull that one person along to get where you at, next person, pull person along, and next person pulls from Eminem did it. He brought D12. He brought uh Royce Five Nine. Um, Fifty Cent did it. He's brought, um, brought hand 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 over fist. He's brought everybody with him. They don't have to be all on the same label, but they all had to like have a. Uh, a, a, a spot, a position, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it it kills me sometimes, bro, because I see it and I hear about it on a regular. Every time, like literally, every time we have a Baltimore artist, especially a hip hop artist, on the show, um, this comes up, and like I don't know what it is that I can do to try to kind of be like the, you know, the, it's not a one man job. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, yeah. What you're it's, doing now is huge. Because what I'm you're doing now is huge. Yeah, because I'm gonna be. What you're doing right now is huge, Antoine. You you have a platform that doesn't just reach one person. It doesn't. And it, it was it just a mess. And and people are not paying you to come on this show. So you absolutely you, you, not. And I want my money. Because <laughs> I want my money. All so I, I saw I saw the t-shirt recently. The Mr. Chad said, "I give you a couple of." Were <laughs> <Boy>, you silly? <laughs> we as a city now, we we as a city are lazy nowadays. We have to work harder at creating a musical and artsy atmosphere. We put out a flyer. Let's expect folks to show, show up. up. We all have to get better at work harder. Group, you group. I'm sorry. We, we I thought I charged. I thought I charged enough, and I failed. I was about to say, yo, what in the world is about? That, I thought he was about to walk into a live music video. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize in front of the church and the congregation. Right, he, he should at least put his finger up to walk out. Yeah, got a smoke signal or something. Out here. Yeah, he there you go. You don't want to walk out the church. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Support is a big part, but the artists have to be on the same accord as the producers, promoters, the audience, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, and, it's I, a whole, I it's a whole, 
and 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 she's right. It's a whole thing. So you know, we're we're not just talking audience. We're talking the whole gamut. Yeah, we, we got to come correct. Okay, so without beating a dead horse, because we could talk about that all night. Let's get into Beat Boys music real quick. All right. It's only because my can my camera got ready to die, huh? Now you want to talk to me no more. <laughs> <laughs> Beat Boys music. What's what's going on with Beat Boys, man? Oh, uh, as a uh, as a company, um, we're working, man. Like uh, I haven't been as heavy on the beats as Jay Grizz, but Jay Grizz definitely been putting out music um, with the group called MCF. Um, Raw Leaf. Um, he been putting out. He he, he, he Raw Leaf MCF. He been put out music with a lot of people. Then he put out music with my, myself too on my projects. <laughs> so yeah, he's been working with a lot of artists. Me, I've been trying to just chill back, trying to work on his new project and trying to get this uh, promotion done for this project right here. I can't, I can't wait till this new project drop, bro. Because you, you got me anticipating some stuff. And I'm I know sorry, you know. I wasn't even so the same new project, but the questions you asked led me to the words. <laughs> And that's like the third time you've mentioned it tonight now. So I'm like, ah, come on, bro. Come Sorry. On. But no, nah, you know what you can listen to? You can listen to the new four songs at the end of the album. The bonus tracks on the re-release. Got you. Got you. Got All you. So what, networks. so what got you into producing? These cost too much. Dead <laughs> <laughs> series. Okay. So Dead series. I was um I told you I was writing pretty much through high school and I went to uh so I went to school for it. I went to school down in Florida, um, Full Sail University for like a year and um for audio engineering. But the reason I did it like I was sitting there, you know, buying um singles, you know, like individual songs on a CD and had instrumentals and stuff like that. And that's what I was rocking on for a while. But then I started like trying to you know, did with the keyboard myself and stuff. I was like, hey, I can do this. That's when I went to school, learned how to do the production, passed the uh, skills over to Jay Grizz, and there you have it. Beat was music. So this is what I'm getting out of this. Yo, Full Sail is really a real school? Full Sail is really... I learned about the school... Look, <laughs> I learned about the school originally in the back of the Source magazine and Vibe magazines, and everybody thought it was a fake. So you knew about it then, right? But then my, um, my counselor... In school, literally, I told him what I want to do. He said, "Hey, you ain't no time, ain't no point in wasting your time at a full college when you can go ahead and do what you want to do." Hey, yo, that's that's an account, and 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 I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> I've never met a counselor better. So, full sale university is really a real school. Full sale university is really a real school, and I actually went on campus though. I went, you know, back in the day before all this uh, digital stuff, and I actually went on campus. That that place is so cool. Look, it was like living on the Jetsons. <laughs> all the studios looking like Dr. Dre. I didn't sing. I didn't sing the uh, the multi platinum plaque for Shaq's album. Yeah, for Shaquille O'Neal multi platinum album. That's, that's right. Shaq went platinum. Y'all stop hating on Shaq. Shaq yeah, went platinum. Shaq. I saw that thing with my bare eyes, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> I think it was the one that came with the video game, Shaq Fu. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's that's what it was like. And I, and, I, um, and speaking of which, now that you took it there, um, if you have a chance, go to the Baltimore Museum of Art. And check out the 50th anniversary uh, hip hop celebration that they have there at the Baltimore Museum of Art. It's really dope. Uh, I'll be there. 
That's really dope. And I and I I, I, I was forced footage so you can know I came in real life. It was there through July. But see that that oh, kinda, limited time. Yeah, so that kind of takes me back to my original point. We have a, an amazing art museum right here in our city that's that's talking about the history of hip hop, but there's no yeah. representation. So I don't even think I knew about this. <laughs> Yeah, there's. Yeah, I don't even think I knew, so that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. So I need you to post about that too. I need you to post it and let everybody know, and I'm I will. I will do it. I'm actually gonna go down there, um, in the next couple of weeks, and hope that they allow me to go in and do some footage. They're because not. I really wanna. I really wanna. Dang. Uh, but that's a know, sport. But we have <laughs> we have a, a a museum right here in Baltimore. That's celebrating the 50 years of hip hop history, and there's no Baltimore representation in any of the displays. And I just think that's ludicrous. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because you can go, you can go to the Trek Museum and see all type of Alanians. <laughs> and I know, I know, I know our name isn't is um is big. I don't want to say it's valuable. That's a wrong word, but I know our name isn't as big, but still we got a name. We got artists that, that really did major things. It's doing major things. So we should actually have some names in there. Shout out to Rube Rube stupid. He just said I he, he was laughing at the fact that I didn't know that full sale was real, bro. I really yeah. look, it was in the back of the store. That was a little sketchy too until my uh until the counselor told me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I showed it to my parents and they was like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> yo, so the fact that you found out about full sale through Benzino, yo, something's just not. But I really feel like because I've I've heard so many stories about the the uh the history of Baltimore hip hop. And again, I got to give a shout out to Wombat, man, because he and I did a show called True School Flavor together for about a year and a half. And he really put me on to a lot of history in this city that I didn't know, including, okay. the, fact that, including the fact that people pulled up and was ready to battle Wu-Tang Clan on the side of the club in an alley and so on and so forth. Well, for us, yeah, for us to have our own museum here. And we celebrate the 50 years of hip hop, and there'd be no Baltimore representation. Like, I really have a problem with that. Like, I, I so really we got we, we, we got we got to kick in the door with like flyers and, and and pictures of us and CD covers and this stuff. We got to kick in the door. When you want to pull up? <laughs> you pull up. When you want to pull up? I ain't got nothing uh, to do after the show. When you want to pull up? Uh, oh no, never mind. Never mind. They closed now. Never mind. <laughs> Oh, I mean, we, if we break in the door and just put start putting stuff up, putting up the displays, might be all right. I'm not going to jail. That's a federal jail. Crime. Might not be that bad, man. People been to jail. They, they've been through worse. I'm not. I'm not going to jail, bro. I'm too cute for jail. I'm gonna come out being a gangster rapper, like. Look, I don't want to be nobody's boyfriend. <laughs> put me in a girl jail. Boy, you silly, hey, bro. Let's get into no, this. No, I don't want that either. <laughs> My husband said they're worse. Well, I would be the only one with never mind. <laughs> I believe it. Is he Bro, crying? Let's get into this. <laughs> Brian, stop, yo. Brian, stop. Brian, stop. You invited me. You Brian. called me here. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. 
you're, you're never you're gave right. him rules. You never gave him balance. I never gave him one rule. He on time, and he was definitely he on time. time. Right. <laughs> yo, I want to get into this is silly. Yo, stop, yo. I want to get into Which this uh, this acapellas and acoustic segment that you blessed me with, man. Um, and then when we come back, we're gonna go ahead and close out because. I got a lot more stuff that I could talk to you about, but it would keep us here for like another hour and a half. And I don't. I mean, I mean, we can even do it now. We can do it in the car. Just because your wife is going to do her show, don't mean you got time. I understand you put the kids to bed and all that, but nah, we 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 not doing that. But um, you understand? Nah, I got time. But I, I wanted to make sure, man. Um, when I came up with this idea of doing this this acapellas and acoustic segment. Um, I wanted to make sure that I had a lot of my favorite artists um, from the city. And there's still a few that I need to get, but I definitely wanted to make sure that I got you. And I wanted to make sure that we played this tonight, man, because you actually came through and killed your segment. So without man, further, thank you. I'm gonna go ahead and, and rock that out real quick. All right. My name is nice shirt. on the screen right now. So without further ado. Turn it over to my man. Go ahead, bro. The stage is yours. All right. I'm going to give you a couple bars off of the, uh, off of the album. A song called Friends. Do you really trust your friends? They can be enemies within. They can be toxic, trivy, wishy-washy. Sometimes water's thicker than kin. Sometimes love's quick to pretend. At one time, love was just in. Didn't depend on what was your ends. And with real friends, it wasn't an end. You wasn't taught that. Your father says, please try to contact. I'll call, but never got a call back. You never talk back, so I'm off that. Okay, squash that. Too busy trying to hang with the thug cat, but you wasn't that. I don't judge that. As soon as I found some success, you're like, us that. Go find Glory. I find it for me. Time is shorter. You define your story. Your truth was told, but what lies before me? You fooled me twice, but this time is on me. I find it funny. It took me so long to finally realize that I am for me. I don't need no conviving phonies. I'll be lonely, but I got me some friends. How many of us have them? No one's just independent. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel like you need, I feel like I need one more from you, though, bro. Want me to do something different? Yeah, no, nah, yeah, something different. Like, come on now. Like, this is the. <laughs> this is a, yeah. The rap is motion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll do another one. Uh, living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody has ever seen. Do it strange from the haters. Got a nice ring to it. I guess that every superhero needs his theme music. And this is mine, coldest flow, winter time, golden bars, digging mine, funk flash for mine, get it mine. It's winning time, race the clock, but I'm slipping. I should have been on the top of the game, cloud surfing, I'm living fly. I don't sympathize, these rappers sell vivid lies, so they can't tell the enterprise, hiding all of the enterprise. They don't sympathize, all the lingo they memorize, talk all the thug, y'all fall for it, still think that I'm tripping. Sigh. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. That's, that's what I'm talking about right there. He says, well, I have a little fun with it today. <laughs> bro, I do. Before we get. Hey, bro. <laughs> I felt like you had so much more that you wanted to put out there. Huh? I feel like you held back on me on that segment, bro. I, I really feel like you held back on me on that segment. I'm going to give you that. I'm 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 gonna just say that was when I was in that weird place and I didn't remember yeah. I had to memorize my all my lines and stuff. It'd be hard memorizing these rhymes, man. And I ain't no freestyler. <laughs> 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 
Look, if I'm not the most honest person that you ever uh, see, put, this, um, put in front see, of the that's, camera. That's the crew, because I thought all of that was you thought it was no, no. My freestyle is only good in cyphers. No, nah, that was actually uh okay. the um. If you remember right, I was I, I dropped uh four, what I call sharpening the sword verses, basically over mm. industry in mixtape verses over industry beats, and I dropped four every Friday before the album originally released. Right. So if you go on, you go on the YouTube, like right underneath, um, never, uh, maybe it might be another video, but uh, yeah, you'll see these. Um, it's either all red, all bl blues, just different color videos, and it's like I rocked over. That was Kanye West, um, Power. I did Kendrick Lamar, um, um, shoot, what's that joint? Ah, don't blow, don't blow my high. That's what I call it because he said B don't kill my vibe. You know, I switched it up a little bit, but um, I did a few joints, a Wu Tang joint. Yeah, I, I just I rocked all some joints on there. Go watch them. Go watch them. So what's up with the what's up with the don't just be movement? Yeah, I see. That's why I went there. That's why I went there. Vegan. All right. First of all, this shirt is upside down because it's a reminder to self. <laughs> it's a reminder oh, to self. Reading, oh, I just don't okay. Just I see that you reading it's to upside yourself. down. It's a, okay. it's a reminder to self to not just be be great. I mean, um, it's basically uh, BLCC. Um, be lyrical closing line basically you know for myself uh it was something i was working on and i'm trying to push back into the thing i've been doing the hats this one's kind of black so you can't really like see all the details but it says don't just be mm -hmm. right and the goal is just like um, i'm selling them we're in the same place i'll i'll put the tag on there but in the same place where you got the beat boy shirt from um basically it's motivation to not just be still like be be more so if you think you're doing a good job, it's better. If you got a if you got a nice house, it's a bigger one. You know, just like not so much fit, um, you know, from monetary value, but I mean, just in life. Like if you think your life is happy, go be happier. <laughs> yeah. So it's like don't just be be great. That's the, that's the move, and it's from BLCC clothing line. You can get it at tpublic.com um, forward slash I think Brian lyrics. I mean, I'm sorry, BLCC, not Brian lyrics, BLCC. Shout out to shout out to Virginia Ball. She yeah. says she really enjoyed the show. This is my first my time live, so I'm assuming she's one of your people. Thank you. Yeah, for that's my dog. We definitely appreciate you. <laughs> yes, um, thank you. Thank you. So, Brian, we're at the point now. I almost want to ask you to drop some bars, but I'm gonna spare you tonight, bro. But spare me tonight. <laughs> spare me tonight. Spare you tonight. No, but. I got I got to prepare myself for this show. <laughs> but we did we did come here to talk about the re-release of the project, man, and everything. So talk a little bit about that. Let everybody know how they can find the re-release. Okay. Um, first of all, it's on every streaming network. Every I mean, type every, every streaming network. I every streaming network. earlier. I you might see CNN. you see it on CNN. What he said, what Jay Z say, six minutes, you're gonna see it again. <laughs> <laughs> you can get it on all streaming networks. Uh, the, the, the search Brian lyrics, and you'll see a whole catalog. Dear whoever sincerely yours, um, re releases the uh, one I'm promoting. I mean, you can listen to the old one, it still comes, but like it's four additional songs on the um, re release. And like, I want you to listen to it. You can listen to it on YouTube too. I mean, I'll put the links, you know, but mm -hmm. whatever your streaming network is, Brian Lurick. So let, let me ask you this before you go, bro. We can't have another. Yeah. We can't we can't have another 
you get in your funk, you go through, you know, whatever. So I just no, nah, and I'm dead serious, bro. Like I just want to make sorry. sure that you're in a space right now where you will continue to hit us off with some stuff, bro. Because like your um, what was the what was the nine to five joint that you did? Nine to five. Yeah, the joint where you didn't like your job. What was it? What was the name of that? <laughs> Nine to five. Yeah, nine yeah that was a long exactly. time ago. Yeah, exactly. We we, we need because bro, you come up with so many, you come up with so many different and amazing concepts for your music. It's not just it's not just okay, here's the beat, and this is what I want. Like you really come up with concepts for your music, bro. And we need that. We need to keep thank you. But hold up, I need to know. Was that was that one of your first experiences? Nine to five. That was one of my first. Just the nine to five. That wasn't okay. That wasn't the first project. That was a uh, that was a contest. That was a contest, and some rapper, like um, some producer, put a beat out, and they say, "Hey, I'm doing a beat in the music video." And Death the Nine to Five was definitely, dang man, thank you. See, like I said, when I said right there, I said, uh, I, it ain't just about wealth sometimes. It's about just people paying attention to what you do. Right, that right exactly. there, that was that was payment. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't even think of my own track. That's payment right there. Thank you. But, um, yeah, I, I, I try to give conversations from my real life because, like, we are real people. And the people I'm selling to right now, well, no matter how much, no matter how many copies I sell to, the people I'm selling to is real people. You know, mm-hmm. and like we listen to all these rappers talk about him, Bugattis, and like my car broke down not too long ago. <laughs> you know, like and I had to you know scramble to figure out how I'm gonna get another one. We got these t- rappers talking about when um all these expensive name brands, and I'll be wearing like t- ten, twenty dollars shirts and stuff, and be flies them because you know we fly. <laughs> but um, so it's like they, they feel like there's no reality in rap. Everybody's a gangster. Everybody killing somebody, mm-hmm. and it's like. Like, it, it's got to be some reality. It's got to be um, a scale. It's got to be a little bit of both sides. It can be your gangsters and your Bugatti drivers, and it can be your regular people. I just so happen to be a regular person, so I rap about regular people stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want, I want, I want people to look at. I want people to listen to my music and say, "Yeah, that's how I felt." Just the nine to five. Like I've been fitting that. I've been. Want, I want to quit my job now, <laughs> but not you know. Bro, for the sake of you. Hey, bro, not for the sake of Hey bro, if you would have called me, if you would have, if you would have called me, because I listened to that song like six times, if you would have called me and said, "Yo, walk off your job, I'd have walked with you." Yo, we'd have just been like, you, like, you better, hey, you better talk to Jesus. Don't, don't talk to me. I might be mad that day. Go talk to Jesus. He'll tell you if you didn't quit that job. <laughs> don't be messing up your money for me. <laughs> Colin Dina said he won the contest for the theme music on WFBR. Must be. I did. Yeah, you did. I did. I I did. That was dope. I had Rap God one year uh, from Shenyar Wright. Uh, Beat Boys took a couple trophies. Man, we've we been working. Yeah, now we need some new ones. Y'all been, uh, Beat Boys been, y'all been holding your own quietly we, in the background too because it, it ain't been a lot of noise. Look, really we, a lot of noise, man. So, man, we just do what we do, post what we post, and pray we get a good response. <laughs> So if ever, if ever as a collaborative, if y'all want to come up and holler at me, man, just let me know and we can. What you going to do? You going to rap? You going to sing? I, I do remember. Are you going to sing? Time. Ain't you on the choir? He what is. Happened? He's on the choir. Ain't you on the choir? You going to sing? <laughs> he be leading. I, oh, did I tattle tail? How did this conversation go there? 
You I'm said you know. said a collaboration. I thought you meant a feature. I thought you meant a feature. No, 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 no. You did. No, I heard no. that. <laughs> And then no, I'll have my maracas in the back. Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that. Um, I do my work strictly for the Lord. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> for the Lord. Look, I got this song. I got this no. song. It's most likely gonna be the next single, but Blizzard. Um, it's called uh Jesus. Like, if you need a remix, it's it's it's, it's called Jesus. Is that not about Jesus? Yeah. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, and I'm and I'm asking you this in all seriousness. Would you like a third MC to be on that song with you? Because I got a guy that will come up and. I think it might be too late to re make the remix, but who's the guy? Because I plan. You know, I'm still working. Um, I'll I'll send you the link of his acapellas and acoustics, and you can let me know if you want to do a collaborative effort. Yeah, you might definitely. have to find him on the next project. But all right, definitely. all right, definitely. definitely. Okay, all right, bro. We we're gonna get out of here, man, because. <laughs> I literally could talk to you for another hour and a half and like it's nothing. But um I appreciate you, bro. Um appreciate y'all. Not not only from like just you know, like we've we've just had a real relationship ever since day one. I don't know how, when, why, where, who, but ever since I met Brian Licks, it's always been a hundred. And I just appreciate you that for that, bro. Like no, I mean, I appreciate you for the exact same reason. I don't think there's, there's ever been a dry moment with us. It's always just real. <laughs> I love it. I was holding your kids at Lady Blues, uh, <laughs> at Lady Blues defense. Like, yo, who's all these kids? Oh, that's Brian kid. <laughs> and then they kept spreading some more. <laughs> I think I had two more after that. <laughs> he done had like six kids since then. That was just three years Whoa. ago. Oh, man. Whoa. But, man. Not six since then. Whoa, whoa. I have, I have a, a five, five, car, five in the car limit. That's it. You said he got five in the possible. Five in the possible. No, five in the car limit. My, my, uh, the, um, our, our number, our number is seven. Me and I mean, like seven. He's born. I mean, we got married in the seventh month and the 17th year and all that good stuff. We named the tail seven. And, and it's seven people in our household. There's no more room. Now, if you moved into Alenia's house, you would have room for at least six more. So <laughs> I can move. I can move in the fifty cent house. There's no more room. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no more room. Period. Right? No more room. No more room. No in the end, not a not a little bit of room. No more. <laughs> I understand, bro. Trust me. Hey, man. Let everybody need three rooms at least. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let everybody. Nah, you. Let everybody. I know that all of the music is available on all streaming platforms, but let everyone oh. know they can follow Brian Lyrics. Um, uh, Facebook, Brian Lyrics, no, B R Y N Lyrics, like the word of a song. Um, well, he got it on the side of the screen; you can read it. But uh, also, um, Instagram, Brian Lyrics, no space, no slashes. TikTok, Brian Lyrics, no space, no slashes. Uh, Instagram and um, TikTok is usually where I post most of the music stuff. Yeah. If you want to know me personally. That's Facebook. And I hope you know somebody I know because I don't request, take all y'all requests. Bro, I'm That's the same way, bro. So I take everybody on TikTok and Instagram. Y'all come on TikTok and Instagram. But that's cool. Come on down. I'm the same way, but, uh, yeah. When they pop up on Facebook, the first thing I do is look at the mutual friends. If you ain't got at least <laughs> 10 mutual friends, ah. <laughs> and then I, I got to look through your pictures and, and some of your posts and see if it has anything to do with anything I do. Right. <laughs> 
I'm tired of Akbar from Africa trying to be my friend. What are you telling? Yeah. And, and at the same time, still trying to figure this whole algorithm thing out and such and such and such and such. Nah, bro, right. but I appreciate you, man. Hey, bro, thank you for coming through, man, and just, just being transparent, bro, and, you know, just allowing us to get to know a little bit about this little short guy. He's only 5'1". <laughs> He's only 5'4 intending, sir. 5'4 intending. <laughs> <laughs> when he's standing next to me, he's only five one. So. When I stand next to you, I'm like two eleven. <laughs> but I thank y'all, man. I thank y'all for like making me comfortable. I was a little nervous at first. I was getting nervous in front of cameras. Hey, bro, you you're never gonna come up on here and be uncomfortable, bro. That's why. Like, that's why camera though. And you know, nah, bro. You never gonna come up here and be uncomfortable. I appreciate you, bro. And anytime you need me, man, just let me know. And tell them to hurry up and send my tell them to hurry up and send my t-shirt, bro. I, I'll get on there. I'm gonna email them right now. <laughs> Thank y'all. All right, bro. I appreciate, appreciate y'all. You're welcome. My guy, that's my dude right there. Hey, look, real quick, man. I'm not gonna hold y'all. Um do I want to announce this now? Or do I wanna wait? I'm gonna announce it now. Um and Alenia, I'm hoping that you are available. But I have an exclusive interview coming up with Scola De Niro. Um, he's an artist from Baltimore, and he's also a member of Drew Hill. Oh. Um, and I have, and you know, Drew Hill is about to go on like a really major tour, and so mm -hmm. I'm just going to put it out there because I talked to him today. Um, I have an exclusive interview coming up, and I hope that you're available. Um, I'll let you know. Um, when I get okay. the specifics about it, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And um, next week we will have my boy, my brother, DJ, the franchise. I got to say the franchise, DJ J Claxton. Um, and Jay has a lot to talk about. So next week is going to be a really interesting show. Um, I'm going to make sure that I send you everything that I can in advance but um, I'm looking forward to, and I'm going to just give the story before we even get on air next week. Jay and I met in the bathroom, the men's bathroom on the fourth floor at the state office building. <laughs> and we've been homeboys ever since then. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, Jay, he, he's, he's had an amazing ride. I, re, I remember him working at the state office building and said, I'm not going to work anymore. I'm just going to do my music thing. And he's been rolling with it ever since. So I'm proud of the ride that he's been on and really looking forward to chopping it up with him. So next week, man, make sure y'all tune in. Um, I'm not sure exactly when the Scola video or when the Scola interview is going to happen. It may be live. It may be pre-recorded. I'm not sure. Um, he's actually on his way to Houston as we speak. So once he touches down, he can check his schedule and all of that. But um, okay. yeah, man, I, I appreciate everybody that tuned in tonight. My girl, uh, darling Dina, my girl, Virginia, yeah. Rube Rice, you knucklehead, man. If I don't get you scheduled, I'm telling you, don't make me send Alenia to you. I got my maracas with the maracas. I got to get you scheduled and up on the show. Thank you, darling Dina, for tuning in. I appreciate yes, you always, always. love. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's it, man. I'm not gonna hold y'all too long. Um, all right, Alenia, you got anything you want to? share with us before we get out of here nothing. i have nothing thank you everybody. i have nothing nothing nothing, nothing. don't make me
Oh, Rube said he hit my inbox. Oh, Lord, I'm scared. Hold on. Let me put this up there. Y'all see Rube hit my inbox. So if I disappear between now and tomorrow, Rube has to be the first person that tell him I got my maracas. Got a maracas. <laughs> oh, and hold on. Let me let me hold up real quick. Let me before we go. Because I've been trying to I've been trying to get better at this. I've been trying. So next week we got Jay Claxton. And then on May the 1st, we have Paula Campbell. Mm. On May the 1st, we have Paula Campbell. R&B artist out of Baltimore, now residing, as far as I know, in the ATL. Our next two weeks is going to be fire. So if y'all got some questions that y'all want to ask them, get them in to me. Um, hold up. Alini, I know you, you're saying you don't have stuff going on, but how can we find oh, Y'all know y'all can reach me at Alenia Renee gotta, on, gotta on Alenia on YouTube and Alenia underscore Renee on Instagram. And y'all better hit her because once she hits Oprah, it's a wrap. <laughs> once she gets on Oprah, it's a wrap. So y'all better hit her early. But I appreciate you, sis. Thank you for joining in this week. Oh, um, you're welcome. I know you're still adjusting, so you know, yeah, it is what it is. But That's congratulations on the new job. <laughs> yeah. Tell your husband, Walbrook Warriors for life. We'll do. We'll do. Yeah. We will see you guys next week, man. This is Access Granted the Posturing. Your boy, Mr. Antoine. Alenia Renee. The Maracas. One more time. One more time. One more time. I got it. We're out of here, man. We'll see you guys next week. All right. See you next I week. Love, I love the maracas. Don't <laughs> Hold on. I got to hit in.